Hello and welcome to the Dive Deep, Climb High podcast. I'm Mel Luizu and together with my guests, we explore all different aspects of leadership in higher education. With inspiring stories, practical tips and a little bit of fishiness, this show will help you dive deep into the leader you are and climb high, unleashing your power and potential. Dive deep, climb high, can-do leadership in a world of can't. Just before we dive into this week's conversation, I wanted to let you know that I'm always happy to talk through a challenge you're facing at work. Perhaps you're not sure what to do, or you just want a sounding board for your ideas. Why not book in a free 30-minute call using the Calendly link in the show notes, and we can have a chat. I'm always happy to help. Today, we're going to be diving deep into coaching. When I was first offered coaching back in the early 2000s, I had no idea what was involved. Coaching was for football teams and athletes, not for someone like me. How wrong was I? My first ever coaching session was brilliant. It literally changed my life. For the first time ever, I was able to talk about what was going on for me without fear or judgment. And I came out of that first session having had a couple of amazing light bulb moments. Nowadays, coaching is far more mainstream, but it isn't for everyone, which is why I wanted to dedicate a session to this phenomenal development tool. My guest today is an awesome coach. I met her when she joined Southeast Coaching Group and volunteered to take over from me as event director. Since then, we've helped and supported each other as we both grapple with growing our businesses. I absolutely love her approach. She's down to earth and fun, but don't be fooled because she's also extremely insightful and is not afraid to tell it like it is. She's called me out on a number of occasions. I'm proud to call her my colleague and my friend. Please welcome the totally awesome human being that is Julia Bend. Wow. Hi, Julia. (laughs) Hi. How are you doing? Not too bad, thank you. What an introduction. Thank you. You're very welcome. You're very, very welcome. So we're going to be diving into coaching and what it is, what it looks like, what's important, what isn't how to find the right coach. But before we do that, I'd love you to share a little bit of your story and how you transitioned from data analyst to transformational coach. Wow. Yeah, that has been a bit of a transformation. My journey started, I was a corporate and I worked for British Airways for 27 years and um, in various roles, but I ended my career at British Airways as a business analyst. So during that time, I've had a lot of experience. I've learned a lot, um, but then I made the decision and it was a hard decision, but I made the decision to leave without really knowing what I wanted to do, if I'm honest. 
you know, I explored with lots of things. I've always been somebody who has not been frightened, but I always knew that it was something else that I actually wanted to do, but I just didn't know what. So I gave myself a year off um, and sort of chilled because I've never had time off in all that time that I worked for, for the company and beyond. And it was just eye-opening, really, because you don't think to yourself, who am I? You you you, you ask yourself the questions, where's my skill set? Where's my strengths, you know? Um, and I think I started on a journey of self-awareness then. But I attended a two-day event on coaching just to, to understand what it was all about. Having only really been coached once uh, very early on, well over 20-odd years ago, which I found you know, a bit insightful, a bit like your introduction, but it was hard, you know, and also, you know, I just, I just took it and it did reveal a few bits about me, but yeah, that was fine. It it was nothing too onerous. But when I actually went to the two day event, I thought that it just came into my space and, you know, and into my experience really. And that's when I then started to think about, "Hmm, this is something I could help because I felt that it was also something that I could have had when I left BA, it's like something, you know, that steer, that support, you know, all those powerful things that coaching brings to you. I felt that it could have helped me, you know, when I left. So I understood a lot of how people might have been feeling, but I knew that coaching brings that out in others. So I did an accreditation for 18 months and I passed that accreditation. And that was when I then embarked on starting my own business I must admit I mean it was again starting your own business is something that I'm not even sure at the time that I felt that I wanted to do I just wanted to coach people and support people in their journey and I know that that can help them and they can propel themselves but actually bringing it into a business is something that I hadn't really thought of but as you go through that you realize it's something that you can actually do and you want to do and here I am and here you are owner and director of Premier Coaching. (laughs) So let's dive in to coaching. And I think we should start with that idea that coaching actually isn't for everyone. That's my perspective. Would you agree with that? I know. Okay. Love it. You don't agree. Let's get in there. Let's fight dirty. Let's see what comes out. (laughs) Why isn't it for everybody can benefit from coaching? It's just different degrees of coaching and and different lengths of time. But, you know, if you think of coaching as support, supporting you in whatever you choose to do, everybody needs support. I agree with that. When I say coaching isn't for everyone, it's about timing. So I absolutely agree that we can all do with the space and time to reflect on where we are and whatever's going on for us at the time. But my experience is if somebody isn't ready to go there, if somebody doesn't want to look in the mirror, then that's when coaching isn't right for everyone. And I think sometimes in a work environment, we can put coaching out there as the panacea to everything. Oh, you're finding difficulty in your role. Oh, you're not performing. Let's get you a coach. But some people just aren't ready for it. Yeah, and and I would agree with that. I would agree with that the timing isn't always right because everything is time. 
right? When the time is right for you, things will happen. And I absolutely appreciate that. But I wouldn't say, and it's only in those instances where you're right, coaching isn't right for you at this time. Okay. Yeah. We found (laughs) common ground. That's good. We always do, Mel. That is it (laughs) at this time. And I don't know when your time will be, uh, not just yours, but anybody's time will be. But at that right time, and you'll know that, you'll know when the time is right for you, because something will just come into your space. Something will resonate. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Then there's the whole idea of finding a coach that is the right coach for you, because there are lots and lots of people out there that offer coaching. There are lots of different modalities of coaching. You and I trained in different spheres. So what for you, if somebody is listening to this and thinking, oh, I'd really like a coach, what advice would you offer up to them? in terms of finding the right coach for them? So again, it's it's going back to everything, you know, be honest with yourself and the type of person that you are and the type of person that you resonate with. So what are your key priorities? What do you resonate with more? Are you uh, somebody who is a very sort of academic learner? So if you're somebody that really is very structured, there are coaches out there that are very, very structured. You know, they have a process there. They won't deviate off of that. You know, you get all of that. And when you speak to them, right, and I would always say, have a discovery call because all coaches will offer you a discovery call where you can actually pose these type of questions to them and get a feel for that, right? But within yourself, you understand the type of person that you are and you want somebody that would either help support bring out other things or that you feel that you are comfortable enough with that you can actually be very honest and open with right you will get that feeling straight away but don't it's not just on a whim you really do need to book a 30 minute call or whatever the the particular coach is offering understand what it is that you actually need support in as well and then like I said just book a call have a conversation with them and don't be quick about it you know do take your time yeah because you will go deep dive and you want that person to respond and, you know, for you to get the best out of the coach as well as the coach, you know, doing the best for you. Yeah. And that relationship that you have with your coach is really important because coaching is about going into those murky, dark waters, finding parts of ourselves that we don't often want to share. And actually, it's a very, very close relationship. It is a close relationship. It's not that you don't want to share. You probably don't even realise that it's there to share. So, you know, sometimes I know in the past when I've spoken to my clients, they go, oh, I didn't expect to come out with that. You know, and to me, that is good because I feel honoured that you do. And I always thank them for, you know, feeling that they can share that with me because then it takes us to another level of honesty. And, you know, it opens up a lot of avenues for yourself so you do need to take that time but yeah be honest with yourself though Mm. I mean if you're somebody who you know is a structured person but then you don't mind just throwing the odd curveball in there and having a laugh or you know or just having a bit of a relaxation i.e like me right then you know be that person because there is a coach out there that is like that Mm. you know that is happy to go there with you yeah do you you see what I mean so do take your time yeah yeah and don't feel that you have to go with the first coach because you took some time with people. But as coaches, we know the importance of 
that relationship, that one-to-one relationship. And we want to work with people who want to work with us. And if for whatever reason, after that call, you don't feel right, don't be afraid to say that because it it is learning for us. And we'd much rather people told us no than just disappear and, and don't say anything to us. Absolutely. I'm not 100% precious, you know. I mean, I appreciate that if you don't feel that I'm the right coach for you, then that's absolutely fine. But let's be honest. I mean, if I said to you that I wanted a pair of white shoes, okay? I mean, a pair of white shoes, I go and buy a pair of white shoes, you go and buy a pair of white shoes. And I'm, I, I, what, what's important? They look good, they feel good, they're comfortable, you know, they go with your outfits. And I guarantee we'll have two different types of white shoes. I guarantee we've got the same criterias, but we'll both buy two different sets of white shoes. Mine might be rocking high heels. Yours might not be. Yours might be a pair of trainers. They're still white. They're still comfortable. (laughs) I think that description is absolutely right. You'd be in the beautiful stilettos and I'd be in the trainers. There is no doubt about that. Absolutely. And we, but we've both gone and we've both gone into each and every shop. You see, you actually shopped for the white shoes and we've probably gone to the same shops. Right. We probably tried them on even, you know, it is exactly the same concept in my mind. Coaching, look for your white shoes. (laughs) And if anybody knows me, the shoes are always feature. Shoes, bags and nails, they're always featuring all my analogies. (laughs) Absolutely. And if people were watching this podcast as well as listening to it, I would ask you to show them your nails because they are awesome as well. So you choose a coach and then you start that process and if you were to give people some hints or tips for getting the most from that precious time that you have what would you say uh what I would say is be honest right be prepared to come with yourself show up don't ever feel oh I don't want to disclose that or I don't want to say that because as coaches we hear a lot but we hold a safe confidential space And this confidential space is your time. Okay, nothing surprises us. And if it does surprise us, we're very authentic and we'll show our surprise. Okay, at least I do. I wouldn't say we, I'll say I do, right? But again, it is just show up with your authentic self. Be prepared to be a bit vulnerable. There's nothing wrong with vulnerability either. Vulnerability is insightfulness because you're learning more about yourself. Ask questions, reflection, all the good things. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the interesting thing about coaching, which some people aren't prepared for, is that those sessions are led by the coachee, not by us as the coach. So absolutely, preparing yourself, as you say, that honesty, that willingness to be authentic, but also prior to a session, take a few moments reflection and think, what is going on for me? What could help me most in that session? And, And obviously we have ways of extracting that information but actually if if people have done a little bit of prep beforehand then it enables us to get right in there quite quickly and find those golden nuggets absolutely it can be sort of skirting around the edges and you know that there's something there but if you as the client can shut come up and you've given some time to think about right this is this is what I actually need some support in invariably it might unearth something that you really need support in and that not being it, but that's fine because that's what the session's all about. But at the same time, that reflection piece prior to coming, but be honest, 
be prepared to be a little bit vulnerable. There's no shame in that. And, you know, show show that authenticity. You'll get the best. Yeah, definitely. And I'm curious, when you were going through your 18-month program and accreditation, I'm guessing very much as I did, you had to have sessions yourself to figure out where you were going. Through your own coaching sessions, what would you say was the biggest discovery you made or shift that you had to hold the space of silence I'm somebody who um when you're speaking I feel that I know where you're going and I then it would come across as I'm interrupting and I think okay yeah she's talking about that and then I'll just finish your sentences for you okay and with that and that was really hard there were times when I had to sort of sit on my hands and what I then realised is that a lot of people take time to digest, think, and then respond, where I'm like, well, why are you doing that? It's quite logical. You know, it's, it's the, I've asked you this, and the answer is that. And then I find myself just then interjecting, interjecting, interjecting all the time. And that was the hardest thing for me to, to do, is hold that space, sit on my hands, right, and recognise, give the person that time. And the revelation, actually, was when I learned to do that, more than once, actually, I realised that my coachee actually didn't say what I thought that they were going to say. And I was so pleased. And I remembered my my tutor actually saying to me, um, you're limiting their thinking, Julia. <laughs> She'd be pleased about that, actually, because actually that will show how impactful she was in my life of coaching. And that's what I don't want to do as a coach. I don't want to limit your thinking. I don't want to limit how you're feeling. I want you to be open and honest. So once I heard that, that helped me. And that was my biggest learning curve more than anything, because I want to help you. I want to support you. I get really excited. Right. And then I realized, oh, my God, maybe I'm speaking for you. I'll be quiet. I love that. That is such a powerful and honest insight. And as you were talking there, I thought this isn't just a skill that we can have as coaches. So many managers and leaders now are encouraged to be, you know, we need to be coaches for for our team. And actually remembering that, remembering the power of silence and letting people figure it out for themselves. Because I think And this may well have come from where coaching came from in terms of coaching athletes, coaching football teams, is that as coaches, we are here to facilitate the thinking and the processing of our coaching, not to tell them what to do or give them advice. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you see, we, we are so bought into that because, you know, if someone's got an issue as, as a person, if someone's got an issue or someone's hurting or you instinctively want to help. So that's where you go. Right. And that's where I was. You know, if I can help you, I will. This is my opinion. I think I know you well enough that I would absolutely say that, um, say, OK, well, no, you need to do this. But actually, you might not actually be in full knowledge of the whole the context of the issue either. So you have to ask questions, right? But for me, it's it's that reflection piece, that silence, that you ask the question, then you stay a little bit silent. Not for too long, but enough to give them, you know, time to think. For me, if you feel that, you know, they are getting stuck with their thinking, well, you ask the question again, you see, and then you get a bit silent. And then it's kind of moving their thinking on, 
you know, and I also found another learning curve for me as we're talking about this is that my voice, I don't know, something in my voice that always sounds as if it's being directive, right? So I am telling you what to do and I'm not, but I'm because I'm getting excited, it comes across like I'm telling you what to do. So um, what I tend to do sometimes in my coaching sessions is that as part of my opening, I've got a landing page, okay? And sometimes if I then am trying to open up your thinking, I might actually come up with a an example, but it's no means a directive. I'm not telling you what to do. Mm. And if you, at any time you feel like I'm telling you what to do, it's not that I'm saying it, but you know, sometimes you're just hearing the noise or you're not actually hearing what they're saying. If you feel that way, again, I'm not precious. You can stop me and tell me, Julia, you sound as though you're telling me to do this and I will step back. That's how I manage it. But it is an awareness that I have with me in my coaching space. And that is what I've learned. Yeah. And I think that this is the journey that we go on as coaches. It's not something that comes naturally to lots of us. And probably people listening to this podcast that have listened to previous episodes can see why we're good friends, because there's so many similarities. Do I interrupt people? Yes. Do I get passionate? Yes. (laughs) Do I want to help save the world and step in? Yes. Can I do that when I put my coaching hat on? Absolutely not, or at least not in that way. No. In that moment, I have to be there, present for my client, be where they are, be very conscious of what I'm doing in order to help them but recognizing that it is their journey and we both talk we've talked about this so much about what a privilege it is to do what we do to walk alongside somebody as they move forward take the shift release whatever it might be that's holding them back yeah don't you feel excited I mean I I really do you you do get the light bulb moments when you're when you're actually coaching somebody you know, their excitement sometimes when they feel, I mean, I've had people that I've coached and I've asked them the question. And again, in my whole body, I know where you need to go and I just need you to see it for yourself. And all of a sudden they do. And it's like, oh my goodness, I never thought of that. I never thought of this. I never thought, I'm like, no, you didn't. I did. Right. I opened it. But, you know, but then you can't help but get excited for them. The motivation that they then have to take it to the next step. And you can't help but sit back and watch that and feel really excited for them. But you still got to keep a little bit grounded because there's a lot more to do. But I really do. I love it. I absolutely love that breakthrough moment. I really do. Yeah. Often clients will attribute that to us. And and I always bat it back to them and say, no, I didn't do that. You did that. You did the work. You put in the effort. You put in the processing. We may have facilitated it, but they were the ones that chose to open that door and step through it. Absolutely, they did. And, and you know, it is brilliant to see. And I, I actually get really a buzz out of that. I'm, I'm not going to lie. And like I said, and where they take it, I, I just love it. Yeah. And there is no doubt that coaching in terms of a development tool, there's all the research out there that shows that coaching can really, really help improve people's performance in quite a short space of time as well because typically coaching packages are six sessions yeah maybe an hour an hour and a half two hours um maybe spread over six months whatever maybe longer maybe shorter and it's a really intense relationship and I suppose for you would you like to share one of 
your real success stories? If you look back over all the coaching that you've done, what for you is that moment? I mean, you have, I'm sure you've had loads and loads of them, but one of those really special moments where you thought, yeah, something really, really shifted for that person today. Actually, it's probably this year. Um, I was doing a very, a very, very quick on the spot coaching scenario where somebody was going for a, a new position. And I think um, initially when we were talking, I mean, you know, we were, it seemed like I was struggling for a little bit of airtime, to be honest, but me, me struggling for airtime, imagine that. But anyway, I just wanted them to focus on the first part of their interview, the second part of their interview, you know, it was, it was segmented. And it was amazing that when I made that breakthrough and I was just saying, you know, so how are you going to show up? What sort of things are you expecting? The role that you're actually going for, what are the differences between the role that you're going for and what you're doing now? You know, what is the learning that you will have, even though it might be familiar, actually the role itself is different. Okay. And when I just mentioned a few key questions that absolutely opened up their thinking, absolutely. And, you know, the immediate response that I got warmed my heart. I had to smile. And then they actually got through the first part of their interview. And you kind of knew they would have done purely because of that light bulb moment that I saw in that time. Mm. Yeah. You just knew it. But it was so exciting that you just then thought, right, they've nailed it. They've got that. So they will get through now. And they did. And I felt so good. Yeah. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. And that that is the power of coaching. So if you are listening to this and wondering whether coaching is for you, I think we would both say absolutely give it a go. Find the right coach prepare for your sessions, be prepared to go. And we've both had clients where we know that they aren't telling us everything. Everything. Yeah. And actually our job as coaches is not to judge, is to stand by you. So whatever you tell us, we will be equipped to deal with and there will be no judgment. Mm. It's about how can we use that, that knowledge and understanding? Because once you have awareness you then have choice. Absolutely. And I'm guessing that that's what you did for the person that you were coaching through that job. You created that awareness mm. and then they have a choice about what they do because in life there is no right or wrong. Not really. Yeah, that's right. You know, you work with what you've got. Yeah. So, you know, having that self-awareness, having that self-understanding, right, is what then, once you recognise that, is what then motivates you. And that's what that happened there. In such a short space of time, that self-awareness, that then motivation that kicked in afterwards and that realisation was warming. Also, what I like is what you kind of leave your clients with as well. So, Because sometimes often you go through your coaching sessions and you, you've done your uh, allocated sessions with, with your clients as well. And, you know, it's fine. They continue. And as far as you're aware, they're happy with what they've they've achieved and they're moving on. But what I often get and what I've, I've got recently is I'll, I'll get a message and people revert back to what I said. And that always worries me because sometimes I never realize I think, what did I say? What did I actually say? But, you know, that's impactful for me because, you know, that means that 
you know, it, he may have taken six months to, you know, when you reflect on it, six months ago, oh, Julia told me that, or I learned that when I was in Julia's session. But that itself is encouraging as well. Because what you've learned within the sessions that we had is sustainable. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, again, that's a, a wonderful point, beautifully put, is that sometimes it takes time yeah. for us to integrate. And, and part of our role is to challenge in a very beautiful way, in a way that is totally supportive. But we wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't challenge some of what we're hearing or or seeing. Mm. But it may take you as the coachee a bit of time to get to that place where you are ready to take that on. Or it comes up, as you say, that light bulb moment three, six months later, and it's like, ah, I get it now. And that is the beauty and the power of coaching. Because sometimes a scenario doesn't happen at the time that we're going through the coaching sessions. We understand that, you know, this is maybe, you know, something that could happen or this is something that I like, but it might not be brought into our awareness at the time. If it does, you know, it's a good coincidence. It's brilliant. You know, we can then tackle it head on. But after you might well find that it doesn't. But what is brilliant is that it does and that you can then reflect upon it and when, ah, what I like is that it's that profound that you come to me, you come back to me, send me a quick email. Hi, how are you? Guess what? You know, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And it's brilliant. Timing is everything, like we said at the top of the hour, you know, and, you know, you have to give yourself that time. Absolutely. Brilliant conversation. Hopefully we have helped people that might be tackling with the should I, shouldn't I? How do I find a coach, et cetera, et cetera. Bringing it back to you for a moment. When have you had to dive deep and what impact did that have? I think diving deep is the transitioning from the role that I was before to what I'm actually doing now. And um, for me personally, for me to offer the service I'm offering and the questions that I ask, I have to ask those questions for myself. I feel that I've got to experience what my, my coaches are experiencing. So believe it or not, I go quiet at that point, right? I do a lot of self-reflection. And, you know, and I've learned a lot about myself as well, you know, in order to then move forward into the space that I'm in now. You know, you you learn a lot about yourself. You learn about how you really want to show up. And, and also, you know, diving deep into you is not easy. So I'm diving deep. I mean, it's completely different to what I was doing before. In some ways, in other ways, it's not right. But you're just calling it something different. Business analysts, you know, um, executive coach, it's just it's completely different. But actually, some of the feelings are the same, but you just you've got to show up. So I dive deep into me, which I've not really had the opportunity to do before. Haven't needed to, but I, I do now. Fantastic. Thank you. You dive deep so you can help your clients dive deep. Love it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. When have you felt like a fish that climbed a tree? I would say it's starting the business, not transitioning the career change. It's starting the business, starting premier coaching. I'm have to be everything. Yeah. <laughs> you have to be everything. You do. We know that. And we have many, many conversations about that. Absolutely. We do. I mean, it comes from, you know, marketing, finances, you know, everything. You have to be everything. And um, the good thing is, is that I'm motivated to continue. Brilliant. It's overwhelming. You have to be resilient. But, you know, um, I'm still motivated to continue. Yeah. And it's great. 
I love that you're going to continue climbing that <laughs> premier coaching tree. Absolutely. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a brilliant conversation. If people want to find out more, maybe talk to you and see if you're the right coach for them. What's the best way for them to do that? You can actually contact me through my website, um, www.premiercoaching.co.uk. You can send me an email. You can book time from the Premier Coaching website. You can book time in my calendar. I'm on LinkedIn and I'm on Instagram under Premier Coaching. Okay. And you've just launched, haven't you, a new program called the Spear Program, which is helping people look at their careers and where they're going. Yeah. My five-step career program, you know, achieving crystal clear clarity for fulfilling your career goals. And that program is on, on the website as well. So I've launched that and that's doing really well. And that also deep dives into the acronym self, purpose, exploration, action and review. Fabulous. So people can find out more. I will make sure all those links are in the show notes. It just leaves me to say, phenomenal human being that you are, honest, <laughs> down to earth, challenging thank you so so much for sharing your time and your thoughts with me today very welcome what final words of wisdom would you like to leave people with my final words of wisdom it's never too late to be what you might have been Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dive Deep, Climb High podcast with me, Mel Luizu. To help build our community of leadership listeners, please leave me an Apple podcast five-star review. Remember, our fishy adventure doesn't have to end here. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram and Twitter. Links are in the show notes. Dive Deep, Climb High can do leadership in a world of can't.